Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgio and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the edition of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the Premier Podcast Network. And, of course, you can catch the video on the Chop Sports YouTube channel. Dave Sturchio alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst. And, of course, the you know what? I'm more the Grinch than this guy is at this point. So I'm just going to call him America's fan again. Keith Ernst. Fellas, uh, well, look, it didn't go the way we had hoped. Um, two of us were right in picking the game. Um, but, again, I would have rather been wrong. Um, as me and Keith picked the Eagles to win the game, Brett thought we had a fighting chance, and we did all the way to the end, which is kind of crazy. Considering how the game played out, uh, Cowboys fall to the Eagles um, in a, again, uh, a 15-round fucking heavyweight fight, Brett. Like, that's what it was, man. It was, it was definitely a fight. Does this loss to the Eagles, what does it show you about the rest of the season going forward? Meaning, you know, yes, the, the cupcake next four weeks, but then it's the – back end like what does this show you about the Cowboys team overall going forward um look man we played a great game I meant there's there's no two ways around it I meant you know Dak played phenomenal we we I meant you know the defense it, we're not going to blow every team out and you know and and you're playing with the I mean I would argue the best team in the NFL um and it's not like it was a trap game for them you know what I mean? They gave us their all. We gave them their all. And it was, we lost by literally inches. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it, I mean, look, it, it affects the NFC, us winning the NFC East. But other than that, you know, if we get in the playoffs and we see them again, I hope we marinate in this loss. Um, and, you know, well, the, Take the Cowboys will, yeah, the, the, the Cowboys are going to see him again in five weeks. Uh, they have four games before the next time they do meet him. Um, Keith, obviously, you know, we both didn't have like a legitimate, didn't have a good feeling about the game, even though Brett sent that text right before the game. I was like, ah, it's really good. I should probably follow it up. Let's say me too. Saying, yeah, like, but, I, you, but I you got, got why I did it though. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you course. said, I got a bad feeling. I, I say, I basically followed it up like me too, man. Bad feeling. It, it's definitely going to work two weeks in a row. Um, but Keith looking back now, um, uh, like Brett just mentioned, uh, Dak Prescott, played his ass off he played a very very sound game of football using his legs um the he had some like just some smoke on some of these balls he was finding a lot of open receivers um couple drops here and there michael gallup had a big one that we could probably you know dissect a million times over but what is your feeling coming out of the philadelphia game uh and now heading into uh you know again now that they're two and a half games behind the eagles and the NFC East kind of looks bleak. It's still not kind of over, right? I mean, it's still we're no, it's, it's everything's not. still kind of in front of us. It's not. We're two games behind. They have they got to play KC. They got to play San Francisco, um, and we're playing them again. So I mean, it's it's not. It's and there's nine games left altogether. So it's it's really far from over. To tell you the truth, but uh, 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 Nick Sirianni, fuck that guy. <laughs> he has drop kick face. I want to punch him. Oh. His Dude. celebrating him. Did you see him whining when the uh, when uh, Swift fumbled the ball and our guy stripped it out and took off with it? But Swift mm -hmm. did recover it under. He did. 
Mm-hmm. Remember he did. Rec- yeah. And then they stripped him on the ground. Like, it's not even a fumble. It's like, dude, shut up, bro. I'm his, I'm his, uh, arm wrecking, uh, fucking oh, celebration on the side. I'm like, bro, you're acting like you're a 30 year old child, like coaching a, a grown men. He does have the most punchable face in the league and it's not yeah. close. And it's like but, the things, the celebrations that, and stuff. I mean, the it, thi- it, right. It's like, Bro, do you remember? I don't know if you probably don't, but there's things that stick in my mind about this guy. Do you remember him against the Giants in the playoffs last year when the camera panned around him? It was like one of those, one of the uh, sky cams, and he caught it like he knew where it was. And I don't know if you guys remember, but he did one of these. He was like, like in front of the camera. Yeah. I was like, bro, I want to fucking punch <laughs> you until I get tired. Oh, remember like, last year? Was it last year, though? How about yeah. the Cowboys after he beat us? Yeah, no, and he had a, 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 a Dallas week or something well, well, like no, that shirt. Said, but what's funny is that that was with um, freaking uh, Cooper Rush starting too. Yeah, Instead yeah, of just no. taking the humble win, right. he's got to talk shit. I can't stand him. I just can't. And that but, goes for all Eagles fans. Uh, you know, none of these guys know how to actually win with uh, with you know they don't come correct. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. Say, I was gonna say too that he's not yet there, but and I don't know if he'll ever be the Buddy Ryan status because mm. I can't stand that piece of shit. Yeah, but at least we had a we at least we had a fucking coach, uh, Jimmy Johnson, who wanted to punch him in his face. Like McCarthy ain't gonna say shit. Bring it, bring it, run his fat butt into the locker room. You see that? (laughs) Right. And Greg Olson's like, you couldn't say a lot of this stuff now, could you? No. Greg Olson also. Greg Olson, and I like, I I like, uh, what the hell's his name now? Now I'm drawing a blank. He actually follows me on Twitter now. Um, Kevin Burkhart. I like Kevin Burkhart, and I like the way he calls a game. Uh, but Greg Olson just seems like, you know, who, who, which but, cowboy like banged his wife? Like, yeah. why does he hate the Cowboys so much, dude? Say, see now, now we're gonna. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I was gonna say though, going back to the predictions, I think Brett and you were more right than me, even though I had a, you know, my score was. But that's not how I thought the game was gonna go. If I no, I you had the, cow- you had the Cowboys struggling. Go. You had the Cowboys struggling on offense. I did, but yeah. on offense, I did, yeah. And our defense, I, I, I compared it to the 49er game. Brett's prediction was more right, even though we lost. And yours was right on. Because you said it was going to be a slugfest and we we're going to lose by six and we lost by five. Damn. So, I know. That's so that's pretty, pretty good. Close. So, <laughs> pretty but I'll be honest. All the while I was watching the game, and I don't know if you felt this way, bro. Oh, Brett kind of missed the first half, though. Yeah, uh, shout out to Delta. I, I went back. I went back. Oh, you did? <laughs> All right. What I'm just saying, bro, when I was it's watching the game, the when I was watching the game, and if you were watching it, I bet you we would have had the same feeling almost where, or maybe not, not for you, but I just felt like we weren't going to win the game the whole time. And I just, I just knew it until, until those fuckers had me believe it on the six yard line. I was like, holy shit, we're going to, we're going to, man. I had, I had, I had my bonus mom, Barry starting to record me my brother, and my father, like they she started recording it secretly. Cause I was like, guys we're going to win this game. Like we're going to score here. Like this is going mm-hmm. to happen. I was fully committed and I'm never convinced like that about the Cowboys ever. Yeah. Uh, but oh, like yeah. the, the call after call after call, like in that last stretch, like Brett said it best, we were kind of, you know, we we're gifted it. And then we regifted the package well, and gave it to him on Christmas. My buddy, Jason, my buddy, Jason said that he's like, he goes, what's so frustrating is the Cowboys gave us a gift and we regifted it. And it's so true. But I was, I was, very, very excited because I said to the guy next to me at the lounge, I was like, something's going to happen here. And and when they fumbled, I'm like, holy shit, we got it. Right. Oh. But then I was like, oh God. So okay. Mean, then, uh, huh? That was so mean. 
<laughs> I know. What I know. the meanest thing the Cowboys could have done is not recover. When we started to unwind, <laughs> and and when I when we jumped, when we had the false start call, I was like, shit. And then it, then we had the sack, and then we missed, then we overthrew, and then it's like, look, what I loved about this particular team. First of all, it's just three weeks in a row. Okay, Dak has played amazing, but mm-hmm. what I love about this team right now, and even the way they looked on the sideline is they were very focused. It was it was like they were they're they're just coming into themselves now. You Bro, know? CD Lamb, CD Lamb is on another planet right now. That dude's getting open and he's making people miss. He's playing like the elite receiver that we need him to play with uh like. But yeah, man, you know it's so funny. I was so convinced we were going to win that when they when there was a false start, I was like, "Good. It gives them extra room to run the route." <laughs> I was so convinced that they were going to win. I was like, that gives Dak more room to operate. And like, I just, I was so, it was so sad. I want to bring something up about that too, because Brett, you agree with me in the text. And these are little things that I look at that bother me. And let's bring in, we can't forget this one. There's two things in this game that bothers me. uh, That gets me a little worried for future games. One, and we talked about this search was, uh, McCarthy not challenging that spot on Jalen Hurts. He was like mm-hmm. three yards behind. He it was, was very, be yes, very short. And that's that's a huge difference, even with that tush push, fourth mm-hmm. and three to you know fourth and fourth and a half a yard or whatever they gave him. I don't know why he didn't challenge that. It's like I, I thought it. we had. I thought like there's so many. And sometimes when they uh, when they pan up to Dan Quinn in the in the upper deck or whatever, he's in the you know the coaches mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Um, and I see all these people around him. And I'm always thinking to myself, like, what the fuck does that guy do? You know, what, what does that guy do? Yeah. You're telling me that the Cowboys don't have one guy employed on their staff that is specifically hired to make sure that he's got the down and distance and the yard markers, like, accurate and correct. Should be calling down to McCarthy right away, like, dude, dog, he's yeah. short. Throw your fucking little flag. You know what I mean? Because he's not doing it. And then it costs us in the end, I mean, a couple times. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. That, well, that maybe maybe them, yeah. maybe there it's one of the guys in the in the booths, and there's like some hot cocktail waitress he was like flirting with at the time or something. Right, it, it, the matter of time. Something time, that time so, and place, time and place. So she's like, like it, shouldn't you be doing your job? Like, nah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like everything's cool. Like, no, 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 they're not fine. Actually, they're short. Um, Wait, the yeah. second thing, the second thing I want to bring up, which Brett agreed with me on the text because he said he was thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you a chance, bro, to remember it. What should we have done on that very last drive? Kick the field goal. No. Yeah, you talking about? No. I'm talking about, about it was third and 26, and there was five seconds left. I don't remember, bro. Oh, he okay. said run, run the uh, I'll remember. I, if, if I'm no, 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 no. Hold on. No, 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 no. I said, bro, it's third and 26. They're playing end zone. Oh, oh yeah. Run the out. Run the out. Run yeah, the they're out. playing an, an end zone Hail Mary prevent. I thought These you were guys, talking about when we now, wanted to go when we no, should have went for three. No, yeah. he's talking about get, get get out of bounds. Yeah, run run out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because there's five seconds left. These guys run freaking four two forties. They could do a fifteen yard out. You'll have the ball on the ten yard line possibly, and maybe even closer with two seconds left if you run. See, I just down. think I just think in typical Dallas Cowboys. But form, then 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 it's fourth down. I, I'm well aware, but I, I just think in typical Dallas, I, I just, unfortunately for me, the way I thought about that was like, you either have one for the gusto or, or you do your plan and, and run the out. But right, here's look, my problem. Here's my problem. 
you know what? You know what the first thing I thought of when, when I'm thinking about like, the problem. What's the, the problem? The problem is, I thought about Terrence Williams against the Giants, where he didn't know to get out of bounds, and like oh. I feel like there would be a problem no, in the no, no, in no, no. that look, 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 transition in where we would just fuck it up there. Hold on, in these types of situations, my brother's right. You run a quick out to the sideline. Um, you put it where that where if he can't get it, that's Nobody fine. Nobody can get it. Right. Um, right. And then if he if you overshoot it, you still got two seconds left. Exactly. But, but where we really messed up, and that, then that gets you closer. Um, but when when I don't know if they were setting up a hook and lateral, but I don't know why CD was so short to the end zone. Well, if you saw by the way, all you fantasy nerds out there, you guys got charged with a fumble lost yeah, by CD Lamb. That, yeah. So um, because that's what exactly what he was probably looking to do. But the only issue is when he caught the ball, there was seven green jerseys around him and not one goddamn cowboy in sight in front of him to receive a pitch. You know what I mean? So there was no hook and ladder design. It was, he was on his own. He was on an island. And right, it's just yeah. crazy to me. Like, this why is even this throw is, that ball? This is me. Five seconds left. Fucking Lamb or maybe Gallup. I know he was dropping. Or whoever cooks, who's fast as fuck. You do a comeback to the sideline or an out to the sideline. That's it. Then you go run to the you run to the ball. I bet you you would have three seconds left. You you regroup and then boom and then you can you can do a play where it doesn't have to look like a freaking whatever the hell that was. You know what I mean that that we ran at the end. I just I, I'm not saying we would have won the game with that, Keith, but I'm saying it would have gave us a better opportunity. Keith, does that worry you? Keith, does that worry you at all going forward? Just based off the recent history of a Mike McCarthy led team, it seems to me that like in that moment. Yes, it does. We never have the right play to fucking it run. It does. It does. That's what I was because saying. If oh, you think about, remember, remember, Zeke was a blocker, was the center for that last play, Very right? Good point. Then you have, yeah. then you have two years ago when they, when Dak ran and slid, and we're like, oh, don't worry, we'll we'll spike it, we'll be fine, yes. and then like we run out of time. Does that worry you going forward? Yeah, like we don't, we don't know how to run a fucking last play. Sirs, those are amazing points. That if I would have thought of that, I would have brought that up with this because it's mm. very similar. Yes, it is. That's what. Those that's what bothers me or gets me worried about this team and and also the challenging because Mike McCarthy's been suspect and challenging. Remember a couple of years ago, last game against the Giants, mm-hmm. when he didn't challenge that that catch that uh do you remember that? Was that the mm-hmm. could have won yeah. the division? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't challenge it and was like, well, everyone's like, what are you doing? You know, that's so that, I, who made the joke? Was it me that he holds on to t- uh to, to timeouts like Bitcoin? Red flags. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Bitcoin, yeah. And, and it's funny because that seems to be the MO. And it's so funny. When Mike McCarthy was hired, I have a business partner who's a Packer fan. He goes, you're going to hate his clock management. And I'm like, ah, I'll be fine. <laughs> right? Like, dude, it is the one thing that I keep going back to that this guy can't seem to get right. And that's clock management. And I think the way the last drive plan, like panned out for the Cowboys was, was as good as you could possibly get it. Like penalty after penalty in our favor, finally. And then we have a situation where we're like, we're on the sick. I'm like, oh, this is great. We're going to win this fucking game. This is unbelievable how we're even in this thing. Wait, I want to get to the analytics of everything. Cause my bro, we, there was a point where we were like, should we just take the three? And I get when we went for it on fourth down, but we didn't get in the end zone. If we took that three, that, that put us into overtime right now, both decisions I, I, I could see on that. And McCarthy, I don't know who made mm-hmm. that decision. Very aggressive. But- all McCarthy. Yeah, uh, and he was like, you know, let's just stay aggressive with this. Now, if you're going to go aggressive, then you know you're in four-down territory, then you got to play accordingly, right, with running the ball at least a little bit. 
Now, the problem here and what I see with the whole performance, the one aspect was McCarthy, you know, like going back again, it's different when you're watching it from when you guys were texting me in real time. Yeah, it is. Challenging. And the other thing is, um, you know, our offensive line is just, we have no depth, man. And, Doesn't even matter and, depth. Our starters suck. I know. Well, they don't <laughs> They're suck. all starting. They're starting. They're tender. Um, you know, we, we're getting dumb penalties again. And that's why we can't get a running game, man. They're, they're not, they're, they're not blowing guys off the ball and they there, had five sacks. Yeah. There, there were times where Dak had a lot of time to throw though. Yeah. No, there I, listen, time. there was a couple, but Terrence Steele was a turnstile. I'm going to call him turnstile Steele for the rest of the way. Cause like, I know. I mean, my look, man, he was the had highest, a really bad game. He, I mean, he was the highest rated right tackle the week before. That's what I mean. Like, how do you? But how do you go from night and day? I mean, that's I don't a, know. you are a complete who knows what he's going waste through. of a person on that. People oh, have bad rough. days, man. But anyway, I, I will say this. So, a lot of this was made public. I, for one, don't like to go down this road, Keith. Mm-hmm. But how much do you blame the officials, man? Zero. Not. Zero. Come on, come on. Because we had a chance to win at the end. Look. Okay. Yeah, but but no, 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 no. The, on, it wouldn't have been on. that way. It Let wouldn't have ask, been you that me way. The question. You asked me the question. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's only three games since I've been watching the Dallas Cowboys for 40 plus years. I meant 30 plus years. I meant 20 plus years. Um, <laughs> Don't age yourself here. <laughs> there's three games mm-hmm. where I blame the refs. Can I? Can I guess one? Yes. Snap infraction against the Redskins. They no. called it on LP locker door. No, no? I, I no. got one. Keith. I got one. Let me All guess. Right, go ahead, bro. Which when one? they called Emmett in the end zone, and that cost us the game when it was a uh, remember that against yeah. the Giants. No, no, so that's two no safety, goes. And it was like, bro, he, wasn't, he never left the end zone. And no, that was Washington, bro. That wasn't the Giants. That he was said Washington. Washington. He said Washington. Oh, I thought he said the Giants. No, he said Washington. Oh. No, I did say okay. the Giants. I did. Say the oh, Giants. my bad. All right. So, no, bro, but you should know this because I've never heard, like, look, I've seen Brett in so many fights. I've seen him get hurt so many times. Oh, this is the holding call. The holding call. Never seen him, never seen him, never seen him, like, cry in any of that. He takes pain like this. He cried and screamed like a little bitch in this game. Oh, Crawford (laughs) Kerr, bro. And this was the 1986 Dallas Cowboy New York Giant game. And he, he had every fucking right to. We had three touchdowns called back, Sturch. Three on holding penalties. On the last one, they called Crawford Kerr. Yeah, people almost called the cops. I'm not joking. (laughs) No, they did real. Yeah, they thought somebody was killing me. I I got to ask my dad. I was one, so maybe he spiked me a couple times on the floor. Let me me explain this game to you real quick because it's Giants Week Two, so I could bring this. Sure. Yeah, it works out well. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand what this did to our season that year. We were six and two. We already beat the Giants opening night, Monday night. This was um, Herschel Walker's first year with us. Mm. We're six and two. They're six and two. This was like the big division game. The refs, and I looked it up, all right, this part, because I can't remember this part. We were flagged nine times for 113 fucking yards. And I'm telling you right now, Sturge, every single one of those penalties came after big plays. Every single one. They were they were penalized like three times or something for generic false starts. You or whatever. just you just gave me like I'm not joking, man. Like, ill so, feel. Uh, I remember that PTSD. I'm my stomach, man. <laughs> PTSD so, wait, over there. This is why I'm blaming them. And not only that, that season we were six and two. Guess what our, our record ended up being after that game? Thirteen and three. 
Nope. Seven and nine. We won one more fucking game that whole season. Oh, so it really ruined that us. That ruined us. Just the oh, whole game. Was, it just deflated the whole team. And just It was just awful. It was awful. Wait, that start, start, wait, we won one more game after that? Wait, hold on. Imagine when Pittsburgh and Dallas played that Zeke. Remember when Zeke scored? Yeah. And they called it back. All right. And then he mm. scored again. Mm-hmm. And then they called it back. And then he scores again. And they call it back all on two on phantom well, fucking holding calls. It was uh, it was because even I remember the commentary is like, well, where are, where where is this? So whatever. That's one. The other was the 1991 game against against the Giants again. I won't get into that. But come on, the most recent one, no, the fucking out, Raider on. game, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. against the Raiders. That Bro, Anthony Brown was 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 held pass interference four times. Did you know? And I didn't know this. Uh, I, Brad Sham said it on the air because he he's like that's the worst officiating game he ever. He said the same thing recently when I was listening to Cowboys radio. Anthony Brown was not penalized for pass interference once after that game or once before, but he just so happened to be penalized four fucking times in that game for <laughs> pass think, interference. When I think of the Raiders, I think of the the index card game. That's why. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it. that one with Jeff Heath but, and all those other shit. But with this game, dude, no. I mean, look, there were bad calls on both sides. That that illegal contact was crap that they that we that they called against us. You mean the interference not, call? The Eagles, sorry. They called oh. it against the Eagles. I was agreeing with you at one point, Sturch. I was. Remember, and you're like, yeah, the refs, that pass interference with Anthony Brown was awful. Ball was 15 feet over yeah. AJ Brown's head, man. The, the, the hold was Rico Dowdle was suspect. It was a hold, but come on, that happens on every Bro, fucking play. The one that drove me to literally, and I don't drink during the cowboy games unless I'm at the game drinking cowboy readers. I, I just, the one that drove me completely bonkers was look. When a referee sees an infraction, he throws a penalty flag because he saw the infraction happen. Mm-hmm. They picked up the flag after the illegal hands to the face. I get that. It's illegal hands to I the get face. It, it's not. You, you can't look at that. that You're up. right. You're right. It should have been a penalty, but did that really affect the play? Yeah. It's not, like, it's not like he tackled him before he fucking got the ball. He didn't do anything. He just smacked him in the face and he still well, how, about, how about this? How about in the Shoemaker catch? He's being ridden like bro, Seabiscuit. Bro. Watch that in real time. Watch it Fine. in real time. Fine, but it's here's another tough, thing. Man, it's it's Chris, and here's, here's the problem. Here's the thing that Chris Sims brought up, and I don't like Chris Sims at all. I hate his father, too. <laughs> but, like, my point, it's the ones they didn't call. Like on Micah, the, the holding was oh, atrocious. Bro, he's getting assaulted every game. But the one that's the crazy part was, was Shoemaker, right? When you caught the ball and he wound up being an inch short or whatever the hell it was, right? Chris Sims pointed it out. He goes, well, wait a minute. Define this. Make this make sense. Because when you're determining a catch or no catch, you're also determining it, did he survive the ground, right? That's that's the catch, no catch. Did he survive the ground? When he goes to the ground, that's the ball's ball. in the end zone. That's so true, yeah. So what are we actually challenging here? Is he short? Well, it doesn't matter if he's short because we don't even know if it's a catch yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a great call. Tell me that. Like, that. And it's it sucks because it's like, I don't want to think about that kind of shit. We were right there. We're but, five fucking yards away from a win. That's what I mean. Right. And I get it. But it's like, it does drive you nuts. Hold on. I mean, because the, they were about, penalized more than us. The Eagles were penalized more than us in this game. Yeah, yeah but, but it was it's not how many yardage, times. It's when. Oh, I'm on, I'm not, oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. All right. It's not. Somebody else brought that up. It's when you're penalized, right? Right. So yeah. if you're penalized and you're allotted 10 yards on kickoff, Opposed to taking away a first down or pushing you out of field goal range, it's bigger. 
But if, if you don't think that there is some type of conspiracy going on, and I wanted to bring this up somewhere, whether it's Dallas, whether it's Vegas, whether it's uh, the commissioner, who the fuck knows? But did you see Tampa and Texas? The Texans, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, when, yeah, when CJ they Stroud scored. threw for like a billion yards. Okay. It was 37 to 39. If you took the tech, giving away either two and a half, right, or three, and the field goal kicker get, doesn't come in and they down the ball, they don't even go for the two-point conversion. Let that sink in. Dude. So if you took Tampa and the points, you won. If they kicked the fucking field goal you pushed, unless you had two and a half, or if they yeah. even went for the, they didn't even go for the two point conversion, bro. You know, you bro, know they what's? Had, they didn't have the running back kicking the ball too. They I, had nothing. They just downed it and let it let people go in, and Tampa ends up covering. With, do you understand? My buddy yeah. Alex Monaco was freaking the fuck out. Oh, he 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 is a loose cannon. <laughs> that's a that's a good point though. Well, think about it. Okay, think about that for a second. Because they did have a running back kicking, right? Field goals? Because mm -hmm. one guy he only, he only attempted one, and then he kicked off like well, one. Bro, so this is how you got to look at that. I know people want to win, but if a field goal is blocked in return, they get two points. If mm -hmm. if a two-point conversion is returned for a touchdown, they get two points. So the reason they're doing that is because they don't want to give the other team a chance to get two points. Yeah, I know, but it's more fun to think that Vegas <laughs> – I know, I'm just saying <laughs> – no, oh, I was, well, my, 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 argument, my argument really for it is, uh, you know, what if you get hurt? You already won the game. Yeah. You know, if my argument is goal, that they, my argument is that they want the Kelsey brothers in the Super Bowl, and that's that's not even close. Like that's the official. They want that six Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. They want her in the fucking stands. Well, they want to push the fucking chunky soup and Moderna and then the vaccines and shit. Like it's all coming no, to fruition. They're loving Kelsey, this shit. Uh, what's his name? The brother needs to start dating like Selena Gomez or somebody <laughs> Kesha, and then Kesha. they have them both in the booth. <laughs> Dude, it's it's a, it's a mess, yeah, bro. I, listen again. The Eagles win. They go into a bye week, which is good for them. They get to be get healthier or whatever. Oh, by the way, there was one more thing about the Eagles game. Um, well, there's multiple things about the Eagles game, but like yeah. I saw today that there was an Eagles report. An Eagles reporter came out and bluntly said that Marquise Bell decided to twist the arm of one Dallas Goddard and purposely fracture his forearm on a tackle. Oh, my they, God. They slowed it down. He's like, as you can see, he grabs his arm. I'm like, bitch, he threw a stiff arm. What do you want Marquise Bell to do? Like, yeah, you want to yeah, be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I guess I'm stiff arm. Guess I can't do anything about this. Like, no, take his arm and snap it the fuck off. <laughs> That's what you do. Get off me. Stop. So, no, I, all right. So two more things I want to bring up. It's going to be hate the Eagles, first, bro. I fucking hate the Eagles. <laughs> first, first, bro, I want you got to get on my NFL Plus because there's a view and I started watching it. And, and this is shit Brett's good at. All it's, called, um, it's called A23. You ever see that? So you got the condensed version. You watch the big replay. And then there's like, it's called A23. But it's an aerial view with no, no audio. It's, it's all it's all 22, I thought. All 22, yeah. yeah. So, bro, yeah. Great. It's an aerial view where you could see everything. Like you're watching it, film. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. And they show two different vert. They show two different two different uh, camera yeah. angles. So you would see the what the linebackers are doing, what the routes are doing, what everyone. It's something you should you should watch. But me saying that is, I saw one with Brandon Cooks on that shoemaker. Did you see that? Mm -mm. So the shoemaker one, Brandon Cooks did a, a did a slant in all 
by himself, bro. And I think Dak had it picked out before, obviously. He knew and what he was going to do. Dak but is definitely see, notorious Brady for that. Just cutting is he's like this, but then he like, he's like, oh, okay, because he thought we scored. You know what I mean? Dude, but that was that. And, was, not that for was nothing. Huge. I think it was Jake Ferguson, who, by the way, is coming into his own as a very good tight end. Absolutely. Like, he's yeah. definitely Witten-esque with a little bit more on the wheels. Um, but, like, he was supposed to, if you watch that play, and they they did break this down. Uh, I think Bald, uh, Brian Baldinger broke it down, where if if Jake Ferguson took his safety high, you know, there would be no – like, Shoemaker would have walked in, is what I'm saying. Like, but because of the fact that there was no inter- – there was no, like, pick set, yeah, like yeah, shoemaker yeah. completely just you know whatever See, what, what i love what i love about these types of, of things now that that is made to the average fan is they can see like like i would love to go back to like even romo's games and show people why a lot of those picks weren't romo's fault right because like you just said if if the tight end doesn't take them back further or if if you're not running the right route or deep enough everything's designed to pull players away. So the underneath is there, mm-hmm. or sometimes, you know, it's a read depending on, on if, if, you know, uh, the placement of the corner, whether he's going to run, say a deep out or a, a post play uh, and, yeah. the, and you know, the quarterback's putting it where it's supposed to be that type of shit. Yeah. Um, I love that stuff about, about, and that's football. where all the, that's where all the new age content creators, you know, specifically the Cowboys ones that I follow that they, they all watch this all 22 shit because they're able to see everything yeah. develop on the field. Bro, you got to check it out. I'll, I'll send you everything. But listen, another thing I want to bring up that I, before we leave this game, the things that bothered us, I'm Jalen hurts and I'm his knee injury. And I'm the whole, first of all, he, he, when he did that before the half, he only, he, he only flopped because he thought we hit his knee. It was his own player that hit it. That's why no, there was no. No, it was Demar- no, Demarcus. No, it was his own player. It was his own player, bro. His own player hit his knee. No, De- Demarcus Lawrence uh, came around, but it was he- what he did was legal. His own player got he blocked. He got blocked into his knee. So, anyways, regardless, he's limping. This that they come out the second half. If you notice when he's walking out, he kind of has like a little. It's like oh, yeah, we don't know. Mahomes effect. It's the Mahomes effect. The first three fucking plays they run. Yeah. One run to Swift. Another run to Swift. The third play, fidget to Swift, and that motherfucker takes off <laughs> like a bitch, dude. dude. He's a bitch. See, I disagree with you. I mean, I, I'm in spirit for fun, yeah. But in football, no. It's the same thing Jim Brown used to no, I Brown, like I'm, I'm just sure. saying he's a bitch because I'm a Cowboy fan. No, but, I, yeah, yeah. yeah right. the, the so best part, spirit, I'm, I'm with you. The yeah, best yeah. part in is spirit, that, that I'm with you. Yeah, no, the best part is the, the broadcast team is laid up with, like, their next line. They're like, as they're going to break, they're like, right, and Burkhart's like, what leg injury? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, Burkhart. Dude, <laughs> He's then, such then, a dick. There's another video. I don't know if you guys seen it, but there's a ref. You want to go back to the refs? And the oh, Eagles. grabbing ass? Did you see that Did one? Did you see that, dude? Bro, what is that? I have no clue. No, he's now, somebody, somebody said that that was right after the illegal hands to the face thing. Really? So he I was like know. on his like know. saying like, "All right, we're gonna pick that up. We're gonna pick that up. We're gonna pick that up." He's like cupping his ass cheek. Yeah, like so, I don't really understand that at all. Yeah, let's we'll explain it. So yeah, he's hugging. What, what was who's the player? I didn't even know who the player. Was I think it was Bird, the the fucking new safety. Oh, he's hugging him. His hands on his back, bro. He keeps going down to his ass, and like <laughs> it's almost like he's grabbing his ass. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then he goes it's back up, and he's arm around him, and the other Eagles are coming up to the ref. And then he goes down again and gives him one good swipe before he fucking leaves. Dude, that might be his thing, man. That might be his thing. 
It might be. Know. It might be. It might be like, hey you know man, I'm gonna, mean, this, I'm gonna pick this. I'm gonna pick this. I'm gonna pick this flag up. Just let me grab some ass. <laughs> oh, Kevin, Bird. no. Kevin Bird's like, yeah, man, do what you got to do, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, if it, if it gets us, if it gets us a win. <laughs> This guy's oh, my brother said that. My brother actually said that. He's like, he's like, since when does like the co- like? And this goes to like uh, McVeigh too. My dad always says he's he's like, back in the day there was a coach's box. You couldn't go outside that box. Now these coaches are fucking sprinting to the goal line and they're like in the ref's ear, like ah, you know, just like fuck. It's it's so ridiculous. And then you see Suriani's bitch made ass on the sidelines, and he's just like. In the ref's ear, in it, in it, in it. And my yeah, brother's like, know, next play, there's a penalty on Dallas. Next play, guaranteed, there's a penalty on Dallas. Oh, man, it's just – And I lot. think there should be something with with an etiquette for refs that should be implied where they don't do that. You don't hug players and put your right. arm around stop, them. Stop pretending they're celebrities. Game. Right, bro, I'll tell you right now. Maybe the bit, after the biggest, game you want to do something, but during the game you should, that should not be allowed. That's uh, My biggest gripe – I don't know how to biggest, prepare to something. My biggest gripe with the NFL right now is that it's a trillion dollar organization, right? It's like the, the, there's unlimited funds in the NFL, but yet they can't determine to to hire what ninety people total. If you think about it, like to to be full time referees, to learn the playbooks, to learn the rules, to learn all the shit. Because now you got look, and it's, I'm not gonna get canceled here because I don't. I was gonna say I don't really care, but like what I'm saying is. You got these female refs on the sidelines spotting balls completely off the chart, like just not even close to where these guys are going down. And I'm like, the biggest problem I have is when the referees are right there. Like I'm talking end zone. I'm talking they're right there. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you miss that? Well, I don't, and I'm I'm not just saying this. I don't think it has to do with them being females I no just of met, course i was you know, making an they're operation they're the ones that are doing it mostly now i get they're the ones that are gonna, they're the ones that are yeah. gonna to throw a flag about the first then uh, the female rep is yeah. gonna throw a flag and call this holding sh- and be like it's because you didn't call me back you bitch holy <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> this, yeah but i bet this bad spotting has been going on for fucking oh, years bro worse it's so Awful. bad now anyway well, what, what's insane to me is we have the technology to get it right Right. So now, now what it is is they're doing. They're either punishing a team if they're going to challenge it once. I mean, we're watching it at home. Even that holding call against uh, Dallas when um, the receiver broke and he just barely ha- held his little towel. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not impeding his. It's not impeding anything. Yeah. So why is that even a call? It's ticky tack. It's just. You start to worry about the integrity of, of and, the game, and let me unfortunately. Tell you too, man, they gave us some good calls at the end. There was some suspect calls that yeah. they called against the Eagles. But why is this even acceptable? And I yeah. do agree. If you make it a full-time or just say, look, this is your grades, okay? If you're making these dumb calls, hold them fucking accountable. They're never well, held why, accountable. Well, that's well, that's why it happens when you get these all-star football crews in the playoffs. Like – like, oh, this guy's the crew chief, but you'll notice like the back line judge is another crew chief from another game. So it's like they're getting the they're trying to get the elite of the elite to play these playoff games and the Super Bowl crews and the paydays that these guys are gonna it's get. Search, but why search. is it so hard to employ Wait, people full time? Here's what's crazy. The the refs, right? Um, the cheerleaders say, like, and again, they don't make shit. I know they make like $12 a game. That's not their fucking full-time job either. I know, but I'm saying like, at least 
Okay, you can make an argument for that because it's fun. It's part of the, you know, whatever. It's like playing the band or something fun. But the referees have been deciding, give them all six figures. You know what I mean? They can work in the offseason. They should be extremely selective in who they take. You got practice squad guys making like fucking five grand a week. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's, so, let's just employ these dudes. Let them learn the rule book. Let them be universally on the same page. Like, it just seems like sometimes, yeah. and again, you don't want to say this, but it feels like there's sometimes there's like a vendetta against a certain team. And I'm not just talking about the Cowboys. If you watch the Bengals and Bills game, there was a couple suspect calls. Like, it's just every week they're too involved. Let you the know, you, Like, I want to be like, despite the fact that they sucked ass at their job. Like, if the Cowboys would have pulled this out, I would have been like, yo, the Cowboys should get two wins. Two. Right, because like you, know, you beat the Eagles and you beat the fucking horseshit calls. Yeah, but see that I don't, I don't know. Nah, I'm just saying I, it's a general. I, I, know, I, know, I know. Here, but I was going to say something with the refs again that you know when them when they're hugging the players and they're close to them and this and that. The reason I'm bringing that up and I thought of an analogy. Okay, that'd be like a fucking a jury going up to a defendant or whatever, a, a juror and hugging them and doing this and that, and then they then they they rule in their favor. You get what I'm saying? They're not allowed to go near or touch well, these. That actually, they can't even talk to them. It should be something like that. When Keith's mom got, uh, when Keith's mom, when they, they found out guilty, you know, she, <laughs> you weren't allowed. You ran out of gas on that one, bro. <laughs> well, no, I was, was going to say something, but I didn't want to do the bad luck. I didn't want to give us Malokia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Maloke. Anyway, so look, the one last thing I'll bring up as we segue into uh, our second meeting with the New York football giants coming up where the Cowboys opened up as 15 and a half point favorites. So you do the math uh, how bad the giants are or how much they want you to bet the giants. Um, but I will say this, and I think it's a big problem. And, and I guess it stems from the offensive line, but Tony Pollard, I like him. He's the guy. I think it was you, Keith, who said like he got paid and then kind of checked out, or maybe it was you, Brett. Um, no, but he, he, did, he didn't out. get paid. He didn't get paid, he right? He's that. the franchise tag guy right now. Good chunk of changes. It's getting $10 million to be that guy. Right. But like, you would think, you would think that if you're making the, the franchise tag money, mm -hmm. you would think that you're going to try to earn yourself a nice little payday. And it just seems to me that Tony Pollard as as dynamic as he could be sometimes when he's in the open field and open space, that he is not your typical bell cow. And there's a lot of people on Twitter right now calling for more carries for Rico Dowdle. Of course. All right. Now I want to say something about Pollard. Um, he is. And I, 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 I think yeah, I, I see, I see watching that game. There are some he's going down with arm tackles a lot. Mm -hmm. There's something there. But I would say later in the game, I saw the old Tony Pollard. He had a fifth, like a 15-yard run. He was he someone someone pissed him off, and that's what needs to happen. Somebody in that locker room, I don't know who it is, needs to call him a bitch. And say, quit being a fucking <laughs> pussy and go out there and fucking run. You know, you're just, I mean, get, get under, get under his skin. Let him motivate this guy because it seems like there's something there. I don't know what it is, but he's not, he doesn't have that push. And I'm not blaming the offensive line. I'm not. And I'll say it again. Don't, you don't want to use Deuce Vaughn? Fine. Then more Dowdle or whoever. It's not, it's, we got it. We got to stay balanced. I know that's a whole nother conversation, Sturch. I know you said we're a passing team now, but we're not going to win that way. We're just not. <laughs> I'm only in again. Yeah, we'll go down that road again one day. But, but yeah, I just like right now, yeah. I want to throw something in on this because I'm, I'm look the acceleration. Yeah, but 
our offensive line is not the same thing as it was last year, man. And you know, they're, they're, they're not blowing guys off the ball. And I think that is definitely affecting the running game, you know, and I've seen some times too, where he'll like try to get to the side and, uh, or, or take the corner fucking boom. There's a spy back. Boom. There, there's a safety up on him. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, again, I, I think our, we already said this. I don't know why in free agency uh, or, or in the whatever the deadline was, we didn't get an offensive lineman or a guard or something, man, to help us. We needed I, I, that. We needed I, that. I do not think it's the off. I don't think it's the offensive line. I think it's Pollard. I do. Now, when you say you think it's Pollard, do you think it's uh, post-injury Pollard? Like, is that the reason? I like, I, 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 when I see him, I just he's not as explosive as he was. I mean, look what Daddle did with his one fucking carry. Yeah. I'm being serious. He ran 50, how many yards? 20 yards down the field or something? Mm. Sturge? Yeah. Yeah. With that holding yard. call? But that's well, my yeah, point. Yeah, brought back. Yeah. I, I'm saying, though, I mean, he, and, and the thing is, though, Daddle's now what Pollard was last year. And this is a continuous thing. I wish we kept Zeke. I wish we just, we didn't stop what we were doing before. But I really want to see Deuce Vaughn get at least 10 to 15 fucking carries in a game in the first half. I want to see it. Just came over from Michael Galkin uh, that according to Mike McCarthy in his weekly press conference, um, there was questions about Rico Dowdle getting more involved, taking some more workload off of Tony Pollard's plate. And he responded saying, I'm comfortable with our playtime right now. So he's harping on that and he's sticking with it. Um, Other news before we get into the Giants is that uh, it looks to me that Martavius Bryant will be signed at least at a practice squad. From what I'm, uh, what I'm seeing, um, he was expected. He was uh, reinstated by uh, Roger Goodell. Uh, he hasn't played since 2018, so it's been five years. He's 31 years old. He's six four, runs a four four. He's a big body receiver. Now, the only time I thought about that was like I think like. Dak sailed one right over Cook's head. And I was like, man, if he was like 6'4", that might have been a catch. <laughs> right? And I'm like, huh, maybe Dak said that too. Like, hey, can you can we get a tall guy? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you got a lot of burners, and they're great. They're very skilled at what they do. But can I get some body? Um, but, yeah, so we'll see if that Martavius Bryant thing plays out. But we move to the Giants. The Giants are in literal disarray right now. Daniel Jones goes down with a torn ACL. Wait. He's out for the year. What's up? No, I, I go ahead. Just give me time to bring this up because I had to, I could I couldn't figure out the name of it, but it, it's going back to what we were talking about earlier. But go ahead, go go go. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, I'm saying that the Giants are kind of free falling right now. Right now, I believe they have a top five pick in the NFL draft next year. I don't know. You know, you guys. You know, you guys are ahead, of, or at least the ones that try to convince me that teams don't tank. And I'm not saying they're going to tank, but you know, they had a chance to bring in a, a Carson Wentz who just signed with the Rams. You know what I mean? So like. Guys that are available that they're not bringing in, they're letting Danny DeVito out there throw the fucking football or not throw the football. Um, the Giants are, are, are a dog shit team right now, and I don't know. Uh, listen, it, it, flashback. Listen. I know there is a game you could literally take this monologue Sturch is doing and insert it to our show before the Arizona game. That was week literally. two. That was week two. I'm just saying you can't three, three week listen, three. Nobody's nobody's throwing games, number one. No, number two. But but they're not skilled as us at all. Okay, but here's the other thing. This this type of law. <laughs> Keith, they're not. Sure. No, they're yeah. not. They're not on paper or on in, in real life uh, across the board, they're not a better team than us. But 
These are the type of games that you could fall fucking into after losing a, a like you did to the Eagles and then coming up against a division rival that is not what they used to be. Now, if if Dallas is going to stay focused and uh, you know continue what they're doing, because even what Dak after the game is talking about is we're learning, we're growing, and and you know it is. I, I find them starting to 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 work on top of the mistakes to figure it out. It looks like they're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, don't underestimate these. <laughs> don't, no, this is again, the Giants. that's why I said the 15 and a half point spread yeah. is ridiculous because it's hey, the Giants. I don't give well, a shit. Actually, the last time I think we had a double digit, uh, spread against the Giants, we covered it. Um, but b- besides that, have you guys watched the condensed version of the Giants and Raiders game? <laughs> Fuck you, Keith. Did you see DeVito throwing the ball? No. Did you see the drops? Bro. Did you see the hand? I'm, there's no bro. I mean, this is the same thing with Dobbs. When I, I was stuck. Why don't you just believe him, Dave? I, did, did you watch it? No, no, no. I thought he was joking. No, he's <laughs> like, a I fucking he was joking. Bro, bro, listen. He's a sick kid. He's a sick kid. <laughs> no, That's you watching the John Raiders condensed, condensed version? No, of two of, he's watching a condensed version of two of the worst teams in the NFL. <laughs> He's got so, issues. So trust him on that. Here's my thing. The reason I do that and the reason I talk about this, all right, uh-huh. is because yeah. when you don't have tape on somebody, okay, and they just have one or two games, and I bring up Arizona because it's the same thing with Dobbs. Okay, what? how many – we were 13-point favorites against Arizona, everybody. We lost by 12, which combines the fucking 25 points we lost by. <laughs> That's um, math. <laughs> can you name – no, you can't. It's fine. The last three times, no, no, it's fine. The last three times we were double digit spreads. No. Hey, yeah, no. Hold on, 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 hold on. This year, within the last five years? No, no, three times, last two seasons. You could do that, just last two seasons. All right, we were double digit favorites against the Jets. Were we not double digit favorites against the Jets at home or no? No. We weren't? Even without Aaron Rodgers? I'm almost positive. Oh. I, um, that, I think we were eight or nine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Giants last year. Yes. No. Maybe. No. Gi- Giants last year. No. Okay. Well, Redskins. It may have been, but uh, let me just tell you. Okay. All right. Yeah, they were, they were kind of back to back. The Texans. 17 points. We were 17 point favorites against the fucking Texans. You guys remember what happened that game? We were down by a touchdown in the fourth fucking quarter. <laughs> we were 17 points. They didn't even have a starting quarterback. I they were know. alternating all these quarterbacks in. I remember. We I remember. Points. You know when we won? In the last 40 seconds. Yeah, I remember watching the con- – I, I actually, last week I watched the condensed version of that game. and uh... <laughs> The other, believe it or not, was Tennessee, 12 and a half points. And we almost lost to Josh Dobbs. We did. We Actually, we, did, we ended up covering, but it was uh, like – a, a little more sweaty than it needed to be. Yeah, it was something like that. So I don't fall for these double digits. I don't either. That's why I said I, I, I said that originally in the open. Look, I, I think the Giants are in a free fall right now, but I also think they're the Giants, and they're going to play the Cowboys tight no matter what, right? Barkley's going to break one. There's going to be something stupid. But then again, look, Vegas also saw what we did to them in Giant Stadium in the elements, I guess you can say, with the, the weather and the, the rain and the shit. Beat them 40 to nothing. Is it going to be 40 to nothing again? Probably not, right? Like, but because that's just a law of averages. You just don't beat a team like that twice. But, you know, you, the Cowboys have to, and just based off of Brett's point with the last three weeks of Dak Prescott's play, and I know that it goes against everything that Keith stands for, but, like, 
I don't know if the Cowboys are going to be balanced going forward. I really don't, man. I, I only say that because the running game is is not working out the way they want it to. And whether that be the offensive line or Tony Pollard's sluggish start or whatever the case may be, it just seems to me that if they were going to be a run-heavy team, that they would have addressed this shit in the offseason and or trade deadline. Instead, they do nothing, and then they add another fucking receiver possibly tomorrow or tonight uh, with Martavius Bryant. And then you have to look at the stat sheet as well, where Dak throws the ball over 40 times on Sunday. Okay. Listen, this is a game to get our running game going. And I'm serious. All right? This is the one. If the Raiders and their offensive line can rush for a hundred and fucking whatever yards they get. The Raiders have a very good offensive line. Like a very I don't know. I mean, we yeah. were on their third fucking quarterback. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean that's, the, that's not a, that's not. The I'm just line, saying, though. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, you think their offensive line is better than ours? Would you take it's the Raiders' there. offensive line over ours? Probably not, but it's closer than what. Right, well, that's I my think. point. Well, that's all I'm yeah. saying is that this is a game where we can try to establish the run, get some confidence, get that stupid 15 and a half point spread out of your head. We don't need to kill them. Let's just get. Let's just play football be balanced and just win the game. And that's it. Let 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 things fall fall in our favor. I agree with my brother. Um the point I was going to get at earlier is that these are the type of games where first of all they we kick the shit out of them 40 to nothing. We embarrassed them. Second of all, we're coming off a very 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 emotional loss. Third, it's a a, a division rival. What I was going to say and keep kind of jumped on it, but I agree with them. We got to keep this simple. Not a lot of passing. Um, don't give them the opportunity to, to hurt Dak to, to, you know, I, I think we, we don't even balance it. I think we run more. I mean, it's all situational, of course, but the game plan, we can't go out like the greatest show on turf, putting our receivers out there. Um, this is the type of game where we just maintain Drive. I don't give a shit if we score 14 points on offense and they get three points. I don't care. Let's let's just get the running going and yeah. and take it nice and slow. That's that's right. my opinion on. Yeah, this game. I mean with a win with a win over the Giants this week, the Cowboys will uh, you know officially be you know caught up to the win losses as far as games played. The Eagles are eight and one, so the Cowboys would officially be two games back. Um, with a date with them in five weeks. And like we said, the Eagles' schedule gets a little bit more difficult. Our schedule gets a little bit more, I say, favorable. I'm not saying they're going to go blow the doors off anybody, but you got to take it one game at a time. You got to win the games that are in front of you. Do you understand what I'm saying, though, Sturchy? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Instead of going out, doing spread I would love the game to be over. I would love for the game to be over in two and a half hours because all we did was run. I'm with you. Trust me on that. Like, I'm I'm with you guys. That should be our game plan. We should be working on just taking it. Unless they... Do some crazy shit and jump up on us by fourteen well, that's, points. That's, or whatever. that's you know that's the problem, man. Like, and I'm not saying I'm not, and maybe that did dictate why Dak threw the ball forty times plus. You know, because all of a sudden you found ourselves down quick, then we, we came back. I'm saying we were down quick. We were down quick, then we were up, right, and then all of a sudden we're playing from behind again. So it's a lot of throwing. So that's just part of but, the you know you got to do yeah, that. Yeah, I I would say with the with the reason why it would be good to, to establish the run game is so other teams can be like, okay, now we know they can do both. Yeah. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because if, right. we, if we're just going to be, you're not going to win. No, you're going to have a playoff game like the 49ers with Dak, and we're going to end up losing. If if we if we continue to run an offense like we did against Philly in every fucking game. It's just not, you know. I don't think Philly expected Dak 
to throw that much in that game, to be honest with you. No, he did not. You know what I mean? So, And it's the same thing in the Rams game. Like, again, I, I liked what we were doing. Um, I think both these teams dictate, you know, uh, maybe that was the game. I mean, obviously both game plans worked, even though we lost. But this is the type of game where you just pace yourself. And I think we do that for the next few games where, you know, we, we take it, we take it back. I don't see this as a trap game, right? Like I, like Arizona, I don't see it that way. Um, I just see us, uh, well, you know, historically, historically this year, Keith, I'm surprised you haven't bring this up. You know, Dallas is pretty damn good off a loss. I don't yeah, know if anybody realized that, but every time the Cowboys lose a game, they, they fucking show out the next I, week. So I just realized something. How awesome would that have been? Not really, but maybe. If Danucci and DeVito were going at it head to head, DeVito quarterback, for not, yeah, it'd be a, it would be the Italian Day Parade over there. It'd be like Columbus When's Day the last every time day. That happened. I don't When's know. The last but, time two Italians went at it. Yeah, not for not. Uh, I don't know when was Rocky Montana Marino. I'll go Montana Marino. Flacco and Testaverde. Did they ever go at it? <laughs> they were on the Montana same Marino did a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant like of recent, though. I meant. And you know, not for nothing, Keith. You keep saying we got no fucking film on Devito. I've seen uh, Twins. I've seen Batman <laughs> Returns. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of film on this guy. What are well, you talking he about? He killed it as the Penguin. <laughs> he really did. Oswald <laughs> Copplepot. Are you kidding me, bro? I'll be, and I'll be honest, bro. He, I, I did watch the condensed version, but it wasn't. It wasn't that great. He wasn't that great. Uh, he, there well, were there were some really bad. They didn't guys. let him throw. They didn't let him throw yeah. against the Jets. There were a couple drops, so, but there were some. Some Look, there's a lot there. of frustration. There's a lot of frustration in New York right now. They there got really Matt is. Barkley, bro. Matt Barkley's they, not I, actually. I they just they signed uh, uh, Jacob Eason as well today oh. to their practice squad. That's so. the dude that was on the Colts, right? Yep. Yeah, so yeah, they're they're kind of going through a Rolodex right now. Uh, I saw a mock draft yesterday. Kind of scared me. Um, like I told you, we had this conversation through, uh, via text. Was like, why would Kyler Murray come back now with the Cardinals yeah, being yeah. in the in the shitter? And I'm like, well, you gotta you gotta show the rest of the world that he could still go. So you can, if you do want to dish him, you dish him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah, I did see a mock draft yesterday, which I don't know how much stock he could put into mock drafts, but like the right now, the Giants, I believe, are the fifth or the sixth pick in the draft, maybe even the fourth. I don't know at this point. But they're the mock shows that they trade their first round pick uh and something else, or maybe two first round picks to get to the number one overall and draft Caleb Williams. So it's yeah. just like because I think the Dan honestly, like Daniel Jones getting hurt in in late October, early November, goes to, to me. It seems that you're going to be out half of next year too. You know, like yeah. he's not going to be ready for all that shit. He's not he's fucking pretty, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the other, <laughs> thing, you know I mean? here's the other thing that um, I, I don't buy it to the whole tanking stuff. Not saying you're saying that. There's very few first round first picks that end up winning shit. And I've you, had you, this you, conversation with my business partner. He goes, "Really, name the first round quarterbacks that have." actually panned out to be like star stars I mean, recently both, last 20 both years Mannings, both no, no, no. I mean, last, no, no, no. last last 20 like last like 15 years all these kids that are coming out of college that are being touted as these like fucking next big things first round like keep in mind jalen hurts second round pick dak prescott fourth round pick you know what i mean like i'm not saying dak's turned into anything yet but like mahomes people the guys they hey, jalen hasn't won yet either no 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 but i'm saying he's I gotten know. there at least right but like a lot of these guys that are coming out of college, you're like, oh, this is it. He's the prodigy. He's going to be the next coming of Christ. And all of a sudden, they just they just never pan out. That's what I'm saying. You you take bird in hand and you play the best because, you, you know, you never know what gem comes out of this trash. It's a crap shoot, bro. It crap over shoot. And over again. I think uh, look at Favre and look at um, Favre. And look at Brady. 
Yeah, yeah you know, I think, um, I think uh, Bradshaw and Aikman were the very first two first picks of the drafts to win Super Bowls. Is that it? That's it. Uh, no, there's been more. The Mannings that there's man. I think there's one or two more now. Well, but Eli, Eli point, wasn't first. Technically, so Eli was. Yeah, yeah but they was. traded. Yeah, but they I know Peyton was. <laughs> but I think I think it was it was Bradshaw and Aikman, and I don't know if um I, I know Elway won later, but he was in the first pick. Um, but anyway, for the all Yankees. I know like, at the one time because I remember it was Bradshaw and yeah, Aikman. The Yankees got him. Yeah, the Yankees drafted fucking John Elway. And then the um, Colts took him and he decided, you know, he didn't want to play or something like that. Yeah, what's a fucking bitch made, bro? John Elway's a cuck. I hate John Elway. And there's no reason for me to hate John Elway other than the fact that he, like, shunned me and my brother of an autograph at a golf outing one time. And I was like, fuck this guy. I was, like, eight years old, dude. Did I ever tell you that story that I went to that no, Cadillac no, golf no, outing? Why? Oh, dude. Cadillac golf outing happened at uh, somewhere, some golf course uh, in Jersey. My mom took me, right? I got a football, and I was like, I'm going to bring this football, and whoever I meet will autograph the thing, right? And remember, I'm eight years old at the time. So, like, I'm little Sturge and little Sturge, right? So, I, I go to a John Elway's putting, and I, you know, before he lines up the putt, I had etiquette back then, too. And I was like, hey, John, you know, can I get your autograph? He's like, hey, man, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let me just make this putt. I said, oh, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. And I'm so giddy. I'm like, John fucking Elway's going to sign my football. He sinks the putt. He bolted to his fucking golf cart and drove the fuck off. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Right. So my the, be- <laughs> the little starch was broke. That's um, <laughs> terrible, right? Douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, so, that's awesome. Anyway, so that same day, remember, I've been witty and gift of gab my entire life. If you remember, Felipe Sparks was a cornerback for the New York Giants. Yeah, he course. actually played too. He played for Dallas at the end yeah. of his career. But Felipe Sparks was a giant. This is a great story. So he's putting, and I'm I'm still like, I don't hate the Giants. I'll take any autograph. So I was like, Felipe, Felipe, can I get your autograph? And first of all, everybody's like, how the fuck does this kid know that that's Felipe Sparks, a yeah. fucking corner for the bum-ass Giants, right? So he's like, he's like, man, let me make this putt real quick. Another guy, fucking putting green. He's like, let me make this putt real quick. He makes the putt. He's like, like signaling to the crowd, like waving. I was like, Felipe, that autograph. He's like, ah, oh, man, I got to go drive, bro. And I was like, come on, man. He's like, hey, man, listen, I can't do it. I got to go. And I said, and I quote, ask my mother. I said, with attitudes like that, that's why the Cowboys blanked you 35 nothing opening week. And, bro, he goes, ooh, right? Bro, <laughs> he comes charging at me, goes under the guardrail, tackles me to the ground. No way. T- tackles me to the ground and does all these mock punches, like oh, beating awesome. me up. And my mother's like, at the same time of her being panicked that an NFL player is beating her son up, she was like loving every second of it. It was like, because she went, the whole reason why we were there is because Marino was there. So that's why she's a big damn Marino guy. And did anybody sign your football? You know who who signed my fucking football? Riddle me this. Ready? Eric Kramer. Oh. (laughs) Quarterback. Bears. Was it Detroit? No, Bears. And Lions. No, Bears. And Lions. Ready? My biggest one. My biggest. Uh, uh, Jim Dent, Hall of Famer. Okay. okay. Yeah. Jeff Blake, quarterback, Bengals. Dude, he could sling it, bro. <laughs> so I had his autograph. It's like fucking football. Ready? The best one that I got out of all this, and he was the nicest dude that I met there, was Warren Moon. That's the autograph that I have. Like he was That's the man. Fantastic. Like, He's, He's the man. The greats, yeah. But yeah, so the ones I was going for all shunned me, and then the one guy tackled me. <laughs> so I, I'm not, story. I got a I got a generic story. It's gonna be real quick. I think I said Jack Nicholas, the golfer. Yeah. The famous golfer at the Inverary Classic in Florida. I walked up to him because my mom wanted his autograph. I was six years old. 
And of course I was unsupervised at a fucking golf <laughs> And I walk, I, I walk up to Jack Nicholas. I'm like, Hey, can I have your autograph for my mom? And he goes to me very nicely. He goes, he goes, look, kid, I can't right now. He goes, but after the, after the, uh, whatever it is, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll sign it for you. I can meet you over there and sign it. So he kind of like shoved me away, but it was very nice. He was, he didn't ignore me. You know what I mean? So that was kind of, he, he didn't, he didn't John Elway. No, he didn't John Elway. Oh, and then not for nothing, not for nothing, bro. They, they kidnapped my brother. <laughs> fucking Dan Marino's fucking caddy invited my brother to jump on the golf cart. And then they just drove off with Dan Marino. So my brother's on the cart with Dan. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is my life right now? I'm eight years old and I have no idea. I just got tackled by a giant. <laughs> like, what is going on? And that weekend, if you really want to go deep on Google, go go Google how Phil Sims got in trouble for gram- grabbing a kid by the throat who asked him for an <laughs> autograph. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you kids, bro? Fuck up, kid. <laughs> it sounds awful. Oh, I'm yeah, terrified with the players here. It's all my mother's fault, dude. I had no intent of meeting all anybody. Like, please sign it for my son. I'm like, Pete, don't, don't you feel don't you feel old now? All the people Sturch is mentioning when he's eight. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm I over was here 34 like, when these guys were playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here like why a tittle declined me of my autograph. <laughs> And I met Jack Nicholson before he was the the shining. Like it's like what? Um anyway, so let's pick this game, well, huh, Jack gentlemen? Nicholas, bro, not Jack Nicholson. I know, but I was I was just saying Jack Nicholson oh. because no, of, I didn't I'm know. Just... I didn't know. I mean, because you know they do celebrity. I, I heard you say Jack Nicholson. All right, I didn't know because I screwed up, bro. I, I fuck up you know all. what punks we were though? That um when they would golf, we would like uh me and my friends would were fucking with them so bad. They stopped the classic by where we used to live in our yeah, apartment. The Honda, the Honda classic. Yeah, why? Oh, bro, we would steal their balls. We would fucking light mats of fireworks when they're trying to tee off. <laughs> One night, me, like, Keith, make a Keith, were you with here. me and Jameis when we robbed the, the golf ball machine? Oh, uh, no. I, I, In the trash bags? Remember? We I remember that. Bags? I remember doing stuff like that, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. And then all of a sudden, Brett just, you know, started robbing ambulances Yo, and I shit. I was laughing my ass off at the show last week when Brett was like, when he was talking about the cheap shot. I, when I was listening to it, he's like, we're the team that cut, you know, we got stole. Can you really roll around on the ground? I'm like, grow the fuck. You're 50 years old. <laughs> who, who out there is like, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, what is he talking bro, about right bro. now? So I'm at the hey, bar man, on Friday it's night. A great point though. Are we I'm the guy the that's sucker running around at the party? Yeah. Sucker punching like, people? No, you got uh, that friend who you don't know. Could- <laughs> Bro, <laughs> the best part is about this whole thing. Is that the, I'm at the bar on Friday night with my boy Kevin, who listens to the show. He's a Jets fan, but he watch he listens to it because he loves Brett and he loves the he loves the camaraderie. And he goes, bro, Keith's a fucking riot. He watches and listens every week. Yeah. He goes, man, like Brett talked about that fucking guy that was sucker punch. He's like, hey, I'm not, I can relate to that. <laughs> and he's a fucking cop, dude. <laughs> so it's like, That's holy great. shit. Oh no, my man, god! It's some bitch ass shit. If you're just gonna run up and swing <laughs> on people that you know can fucking, you could throw hand. You know they they no. instead of just standing up to somebody. But by the way, we proved who we were. We didn't run in the parking lot. We stayed <laughs> and we scrapped. Yeah, we scrapped. All right, let's see if we scrap this week. I'll start with Brett. We got the Giants coming up. Obviously, fifteen and a half point favorites. I don't like it. I don't like the spread at all. But what's the final score? Do we win this game? 
first of all, definitely take the Giants and the points and the under. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's a guarantee right there. Uh, number two, yo, the Cowboys stepped to the bully in the yard, told him to kick rocks. <laughs> Swung hard, moved their jaw. Yes, son. No, um, I, like I said, man, I, I hope Dallas slows it down. I, I you know, um, I don't know what the hell we're going to do, what the game plan is. I'm just going to give you what I hope to see. Mm. So I'm hoping like a 17 to three score. Okay. Nothing so, crazy. So we don't cover 17 to three. We don't cover the 15 and a half. I get it. He told me, he told you to take the giants with a point. So, all right. So a nice 14 well, point. Easy. Like he said, establish the run. Let's start getting, um, you know, our blocking in. I don't want to put jeopardize Dak if we don't have to, like mm. I, unless they jump up on us and we got to pass every fucking play. I don't see that. Um, really but, just pace ourselves. So 17 to three, I'm saying 17, three, uh, Keith, do they score more than three points against the Cowboys defense at home? So we got to remember, I think the Giants game is the first game uh, or the only game, I should say, where a team didn't score on us on the first drive because we blocked a field goal. Very true. <laughs> every five, every. Oh, no, the Jets didn't. Right. Jets. didn't uh, score. The I don't remember. No, they didn't. I know. But anyways, so regardless, a, a, teams have a really good first drives against this. I don't know what it is, but they do. Um, so if that three points comes, it will probably come in, you know, the first drive. Uh, we don't have, you know, much film on this offense that's coming out of players, uh, particularly the quarterback. That does worry me a little bit. I think at this point of the season, I'd be more nervous with a game like this if it was later <laughs> in the season. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah. at this particular point, I can I, I I see us having control of this game of the se- of this season. When's the I last see- time I was once to say like because you said you should mention the the schedule like when's the last time we were done with the Giants like three weeks before Thanksgiving like no more Giants games for the rest of the year no, like, I don't that's know. Just I crazy though, right I feel like you're yeah. right when it comes to the timing of the game yeah but I mean just you know this is like a game where we would slip up more like at the end of the season with the Dak Prescott led team mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know I just see this game being a little different um, Giants are gonna come. To play though, and that's the thing. And I'll bring it up again. They're this is their Super Bowl, man. Right now, these players are going to be amped. It's national TV. You're going to have a lot of guys for practice squad, second teamers that aren't going to back down, and they want to show the world that they can play. All right, that that and I know that's those are the little things that scare me about games like this. But all that being said, uh, maybe thirty-seven to six. <laughs> On you, on you. These things they scare me a little bit, and these guys are going to come to play. But we're still going to win by thirty fucking points. It's going to be really hard. I see, I see us establishing the run and it going, and and I don't like. It'll be a a game where we just push ahead later. Okay. In the spirit, in the spirit of my Felipe Spark story. Well, Keith, how? I was going to ask you, but in the, I swear I was going to ask him while he putting that up. You think this is a trap game? And he just <laughs> eight to three, whatever. Uh, how many yards rushing do we have? Do we establish the running game in this game, Keith? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 220 on the ground. yards rushing. Yeah. So, all right. So, you got. Search. Listen, I don't know. If Pollard is the guy, the offensive line's a little suspect. D line for the Giants is pretty strong. I think we have 289 yards rushing. <laughs> hey, with that to- being said, we blow the fucking doors off these guys. <laughs> it's like, what? 
Their team is six. Their team is six. Hasn't gotten any push, but they're going to push them into the next stadium. <laughs> 13, 13 to six is going to be the halftime score, and then we're just going to run away. Thirteen to six. Okay. Um. In in spirit of my Felipe Spark story, where I said the Cowboys blanked them thirty five nothing back in nineteen ninety whatever the fuck that was three or four. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to come back and definitely respond uh, based off of that hard-fought victory. I do think it'll be a slow start, just like he's saying. He's at 13-6. to six. I got something like 10-3, like 13-3 or some shit at halftime. But, yeah, man, once we get rolling and once we score some points, I think it's going to be good. Give me the Cowboys 64-3. Give me the Cowboys to win this game. I'll give them 24 points, and I'll give the Giants – 13 actually so 24 13 11 point win nothing crazy i know it sucks i don't like it but coming off no that's great high, coming off the high emotions that we just had with the eagles you would hope that they would just come back and respond and sometimes i think it takes a little longer to do that i want to be wrong and just blow the fucking doors off these guys again and beat the brakes off them as i usually say but give me like an 11 point 12 point win that's i'll take that we're not well, going to cut. I, so. <laughs> I, I forgot to tell you did i ever tell you my san francisco story real quick when i was at alcatraz and Keith's mom was there, and some eight-year-old asked her for an autograph, and she shanked him. <laughs> She's in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, she shows up for signings and stuff at all the prisons, like that are you know famous prisons. Oh my god! <laughs> right. She shanked well, an eight-year-old. Yeah. Well, listen, that's what we do here. I hope today everybody enjoyed this uh, very uh, wild episode of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the Chop Sports Media Did you know YouTube channel. Show? This was a good one. Keith wasn't yelling at anybody. He was calm. He wasn't he, uh, angry. My no boy reason. Kevin. My boy Kevin has asked me if either of you guys are on any kind of like uh, you know blood pressure medication. He's All curious right, listen, to. I'm your boy Kevin, by the way. Well, by the way, he's uh he he actually went to your show when we went backstage, and I said this is my boy bitch ass Kevin. Oh, okay, so that was, Kevin. Yeah, right, so he's like actually it. broke up. He's he's actually broke up like eight fights at your shows the last like five years. <laughs> like people are <laughs> always scrapping. People are always scrapping at Brett's shows. You know, some guy got stolen in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, those are his fans. That's why he gives those analogies. I know, I know. These are the Brett Ernst fan base right. uh, where they just fight in the crowd all the time. Anyway, with that being like said, when you first make that Molotov cocktail before you throw it at somebody, you know. <laughs> what am I in the IRA? <laughs> oh man what an episode Variety. with that being said let's go cowboys we'll see you guys next week right here on the jersey boys podcast see you guys next time hey this is tony soprano and you're listening to jersey boys podcast with your host dave sturgeo and the Ernst boys i mean i could give a shit about the cowboys we're in new jersey these guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Uh, whatever.